Hey everybody, you're listening to Big Things with Zach Miko, and on today's episode, I sit down with Super Dad, Andrew Lina. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the theme song. Welcome back, everyone, to Big Things with Zach Miko. As always, I am your host, Zach Miko. Hope everything's going well. Guys, I got some important news. Turns out, this November 2019, me and my wife, Laura, are expecting a baby girl, everybody. I'm going to be a daddy. It's crazy to think, but I've always wanted kids. We're super excited, but I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. This is our first child. I have a dog, but I know that's not the same. And, I, and, and I've been told several times it's not the same. So what I did, this, where, this is a special episode. Um, I sat down with my good friend, Andrew Lina, who has two beautiful little girls, uh, Caitlin and Abigail. And he's going to teach me, you know, kind of, this is just me picking his brain. I need to know what it's like to be a father of a newborn, what it's like to raise children, <laughs> all of this stuff. I feel like um, this is like I, I'm at an aquarium for the first time and I've never seen the ocean before. Just completely out of my element. But luckily, my buddy Andrew is a phenomenal dad, best dad in the world, with the exception of my own father and people I like more than Andrew. But I do love Andrew. Um, <laughs> we, we josh with each other. It's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, stick around. It's going to be fun. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I talk to super dad, Andrew Lyon. Ladies and gentlemen, I am sitting here uh, with one of my favorite dads of all time, uh, my good buddy, uh, Andrew Lina, everybody. Hi, everyone. What's going on? Not much. I'm talking to you today because um, as we, we mentioned in the intro that I haven't recorded yet, but I will mention this, um, I'm going to be a dad. Woo-hoo! It's coming up now. Yeah. It's all very, very exciting. So um, Welcome to the club. I am. I'm very happy to be in it. And I wanted to talk to you because... I think you're the best uh, young daddy I know. My dad's Aww. clearly the best dad, but you're the best like small child dad that I know. So I have so many questions and and, and so much things to talk about. But first, let's let, let people know how we know each other, where you came from. So you're from New York originally. I am. I'm from Midtown Manhattan, right near Grand Central Station in the heart of the action. Which people is, do grow up here. Which is insane. <laughs> well, are we actually, so we're in your new apartment right now, yep. which is across the street from your parents' yes. apartment. <laughs> um, was that the apartment you grew up in across um, the street? Yes. I grew up in two of them that were 
on that same block. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. That is so strange. And you don't have a driver's license for everyone. <laughs> you probably didn't want me to mention that, but I think that's important to know. We have a friendly rivalry going on, um, Andrew and I, for the past like nine years. Because Zach loves Manhattan. No, no, I, I do. I enjoy Manhattan just fine, but I'm a, I'm a big Queens person and Andrew is not. <laughs> Andrew, except the Mets. Except the, yeah, I don't know why you like them. <laughs> Sorry, Mets. <laughs> Did you see the other day someone posted like the difference between the Yankees franchise and the Mets franchise? And they were like, um, it was like two side by side news articles. It was the Yankees. They're like, Cinderella story continues. They go 22 and eight in their last 30 with all of their um, starters out. And, you know, they're competing for first in the league, all these things. And then right next to it, it said, Mets, Tim Tebow sets record for new Paw Patrol jersey. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's about right. Let's say it's records nobody else is setting. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's records no one knew we needed. Um, so what was it like? I grew up, so, you know, since I'm having a child mm -hmm. now, it's like I'm having a kid in the city. That's true. And you're the also one of the only people I know who grew up in the city. <laughs> so like, I don't know. Did you go outside ever? We, we did go outside. You just have to, you know, if you're playing in the streets, somebody's got to be watching for cars. Oh and, my god. Uh, you know, we have. Um, I went to school near both Riverside and Central Park, so at least okay. we got to go into those parks. And yeah. There's, uh, there's playgrounds around. Yeah, there's, there's places to go. You I don't know time. if there is. Like, <laughs> I, had a, I grew up with a backyard. I went into my backyard like every day. That was going outside was just like opening the back door and you were there. <laughs> and it's like, I, it, it kind of weirds me. Did you have, did you like know the people in your building? Did you like know neighbors? People in our hallway in the apartment building. Oh yes. <laughs> it's all very surreal to me. Yeah, yeah. You, usually, you would make fun, you'd make fun. You'd make friends with people who had, uh, that were kids in the same age range. So like my parents would meet somebody who had a kid that was like my age and then they would talk and then you would know some of the other kids in the building and then kind of play out that way oh my god uh, did you guys do like trick-or-treating was that a thing we did yeah like to the other apartments oh yeah they would they, in the not... lobby they would have to leave a list of the apartments that were willing to have trick-or-treaters oh and then you god. would just look at the list and then go to those apartments uh that's i know nowadays that's at least in queens the <laughs> apartment trick-or-treating is no longer a thing <laughs> now it's like in astoria it's all of the um all like the local businesses, they're the ones who uh, give out candy. So you have to go to like the barber shop and like the the convenience that store. That is where I was taking my daughter this past time. Well, I feel like it's safer. I think in the last couple of years, we've just with the dawn of the internet, we've just learned that all these crazy people are just way closer to us than we thought they yeah, were. Exactly. <laughs> so well, it's, it's interesting because I think of the things that, especially growing up in New York, that like you know I was riding public transportation home in like fifth grade myself. And, yeah. And now I'm like I couldn't imagine my kid coming back on the train until like they were well into high school. No, or, exactly. <laughs> like you know, they have to be an adult. They have to be able to like fend off an attacker. Yeah. Just like the way it feels. <laughs> I was also the third kid in my family, so at that point it was like you so know, you have don't run into walls. Exactly. <laughs> Were you, are you considered the third kid as a twin? It's, Did you I'm, come out second? I am 10 minutes older, so you know. <laughs> so who, so um, uh, what, what are your siblings' situation? I know you have a twin brother, Dave, who I have met many times. Yep. I have a twin brother, I have an older sister, and an older brother. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's a family of four, so you count yourself as three. So I am three. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. You're the youngest, apparently, by a minute or two. Um, now, when you were growing up in an apartment, like how many bedrooms did you guys grow up in an apartment? 
Um, and the first apartment where I was as a kid, there were only two bedrooms, okay. and then they converted the dining room to the third bedroom. And there, each there were four kids, so we were split up into pairs of two, sharing the yeah. extra rooms. And then um, when I was like a little bit older, they moved into uh, another apartment where my parents still actually live many decades later. Yeah. And, uh, we all had our own space, although I still shared my twin brother till I went to college. I know. Uh, you and I were talking about that <laughs> earlier. It's like college was easy for me because everyone's like, oh, it's weird. You have a roommate. You got to sleep with them. I was like, I, I also shared a bedroom with my brother growing mm. up. So it's like, no, I always had <laughs> someone asleep six feet away from yeah. me. It's just, <laughs> just the way things were done. Mm -hmm. um, so when you're, So you grow up and you go to school. And you didn't go to school right here. You said you went by like yeah, Central Park and all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So buses, I don't know. Yeah, I know no, this all seems bus. like super simple things, <laughs> no, I, but coming from, I think anyone Yeah, I didn't who, even take the school bus. I, my mom actually was a teacher at my school, so I would commute with her in the morning. Oh, well, that was lucky. Yeah, we would take the subway or the bus, but I would come home myself on the, you know, the public bus. See, that's the thing is like, I think that's so mind boggling for people. Like most of us out there in the world grew up either in a suburb E area or rural area. So there were school buses or you were drive to school mm -hmm. or something like that. So like the, there's something very like weird feeling about it's like, yeah, no, I just got on like the M25 and like <laughs> got up along with the dude shooting up in the back and like. Oh yeah, and, and the eighties in New York was a lot like that. I know, 90s. I was gonna say, it was like, you didn't even, Giuliani hadn't even cleaned up the streets <laughs> no. yet. So you were just like walking by peep shows on I mean, your way it, home. It is kind of funny um, with my older daughter now because when she refers to the train, she's referring to the subway and she'll be like, we have to get on the seven train because that's how we get to grandma's. And then we take the seven train the other way to get to your work. And I'm like, that's so weird that this is what she thinks is a train because she's never been on a real train. No, exactly. <laughs> like to her, this is the subway is the train. Uh. And whereas like, you know, I grew up in Connecticut, so we'd take the Metro North railroad, like right. an actual railroad. And then like, you know, there's still people that like, has she seen like a, like one of those steam, like maybe like on vacation somewhere, like one of those steam engine, like she's locomotive seen, yeah, things. Pass by and she's like, oh, train. Does she think like, does she, did she grow up watching like Thomas the Tank yeah, Engine? Yeah, she did have a phase of Thomas at one point. <laughs> so does she think that's what's at the front of the subways? <laughs> she has no idea. <laughs> they all have big faces and talk. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. So you grew up in Manhattan. Did you go to college in Manhattan? I don't think I know this No, actually. I went to uh, Vassar up in Poughkeepsie. So I didn't go very far, only no. an hour and a half north. I was going to yeah. say, mm -hmm. on the, on, Still in New York State. On the Metro North line. <laughs> on the Metro North line. Yeah, you just went up there. Uh, Poughkeepsie's great, though. I had a friend going, I had a really close friend who went to Marist that oh, we yeah. used to go to visit. Right and like, Poughkeepsie is so funny. Anywhere upstate is anywhere upstate on the Hudson River that's not New York is funny. Because you look at the Hudson River and you're like, this is gorgeous. This is so pretty. I can go swimming. And then you get towards like, it's really like once you're like past Yonkers, you're like, ew. Like, don't go near it. Like all of New York, it like goes from blue to brown pretty quickly. <laughs> and it keeps going. Well, I used to think it was funny because when I would come back from college on like school breaks, I'd get off the train to Grand Central and then I'd, I'd suddenly, you know, all the people are on the street and I'm like, where did they all come from? Were they here before? What's going on? I know. Because it's so weird to leave uh, the city or when it was nighttime in Poughkeepsie, I'll look out the window and be like, it's so dark in here. I know. <laughs> I can't so see anything. <laughs> it must be particularly weird for you to like, <clears throat> whether you go on vacation or camping and hear actual silence. It's very strange. Because you've never heard silence your whole yeah. life growing up. I used and to this sometimes is... spend some summers out in a house in the Pocono sometimes and it would be like, it's so quiet. 
like or that it's like a to, cricket and it's like a horror movie to that me. That has to be so <laughs> weird for you. Like, is it so like, cause I'm thinking also like, not only am I talking to you cause you're a great dad. I'm also talking to you because you're a, you are a city kid and my <laughs> future child will at least for the foreseeable future grow up as a city kid. That's the and best way. Like, and I'm like, what neurological damage am I instilling on my child <laughs> at a young age? And I'm like, oh, they can't stand silence. Check. <laughs> That's weird. Or they think it's great and peaceful. I don't know. I they know. go both ways. Exactly. One of the two. Um, so you went to Vassar, and okay. then you came back, and you started mm-hmm. doing all sorts of... You did, like, every job. You did, did like, IT and whatnot. You mm-hmm. were a comic book writer. You were yep. a screenwriter. Yep. You were doing all that. You and I actually met um, through working on a web series that you were uh, co-creator and, and co-writer that on. That is true. I think, is that when we met? That I might have met before that. I don't remember. I think it was around that. Well, maybe we, actually, we may have met um, through the people working on it. It's and definitely, we did the show. It's definitely how we <laughs> yes. became friends yes. was working on that show together. <laughs> I just don't remember, like, the actual thing, which was a great, it was called Rockstar Cafe. Uh-huh. You and your co-creator, Braden Hayde, made it. And um, it's a musical comedy. It was. It was um, a musical comedy sitcom. Yeah. It was great. Mm-hmm. And then we did a great, uh, what I loved about that is, and all the music was sourced from local artists. Yeah. Like we kind of put it out there and like, you know, had low and like did versions of actual local artists music. Mm-hmm. It was a great show. It was a great show. If we had money and we if had we a bigger had budget, that would have been a, a killer, killer show. <laughs> um, but right around that time, I think, you met, or, or I don't know when you met Nancy. When did you meet Nancy? <laughs> uh, I met her actually years before I even started dating her. No, but yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, but didn't wasn't it right around Rockstar time? Yeah, it was around you guys like started dating. Two thousand nine ish. Yeah, we started dating. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah. you met her. Um, through, just through mutual friends. Nancy's your wife. I don't think we mentioned wife. that. We should say that. <laughs> She's a random person I met. Yeah. <laughs> Ten years meet, ago. I don't know what happened meet, to her. When did you meet Jim? How's, how's Beth doing? No. Your wife, Nancy. My wife, yes. Exactly. The mother of your children. Um, so you met your wife, Nancy. Yes. Did, was it through college or through mutual it was friends? Through, she went to high school with a college friend of mine. Oh, yeah. great. Mm-hmm. And she's also a native New Yorker. She is. But too, she's yes. a good girl and she's from Queens <laughs> as real New Yorkers are. She did spend a lot of time in Queens. I feel like, I feel like. I but feel I brought like, her to the light side. Oh, no. No, she just, I don't, I, she's mistaken. She's gonna, <laughs> she's gonna come around. She's gonna start pressuring you once those girls, once your little girls get old enough to start like wanting to do stuff. She's like, we need more space. Let's go to Queens. And then you're gonna crumble and die. Kicking and screaming. Uh, so when did you and Nancy get married? Uh, about five, six years ago. I think. Okay. Yeah. And then your youngest daughter, your oldest daughter, oldest you daughter. had your first daughter, mm-hmm. Caitlin. She's about to turn four. Okay. So the math checks out. Good yeah. job. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> oh my God. No, that's an old joke that, um, I don't remember who I think my mom used to make that be like, yeah, okay, good. The math checks out. You did good. <laughs> doesn't always. I know. It doesn't always. Sometimes is the reason. Oh my God. So, um, and you guys lived, so you had Caitlin mm-hmm. and Caitlin was a beautiful baby girl. Yeah. Still now, is. Still is. A be- well, <laughs> oh, not a baby. She's four. She's a child. She talks and she walks around and has like sassy attitudes. Yes, yes she does. Uh, yeah. and then you had another little girl, mm-hmm. Abigail. Yep. 
So another, and she's one now. Yep. She just turned just one. Just turned one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, another reason I wanted to talk to you specifically mm-hmm. is that da- 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 huh? I'm having a baby girl. All right. We yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're going to be girl dads together. <laughs> it's the best and the worst. I know. That's what everyone says. Because people always say that like little boys are harder to take care of. That's what I heard. But. Um, they're supposed to be more wild or something <laughs> like that. But I'm like. I feel like maybe little girls are easier to take care of like when they're younger, but once like I'm terrified of when puberty hits and no, I have to start I dealing know. with like, around, around four sass is growing in uh, pretty strong, but she's great. Well, you're, uh, well, Caitlin's a little like fashionista already. Yes. She always has her sunglasses on and her pizza purse. <laughs> she's always walking around. She's just a fashion template. Looking great. So when you had your first kid, yeah. you're living in the city. Mm-hmm. You guys, um, were you, I mean, not to be probing, were you, were you, <laughs> were you trying to have kids or was we it were. like, yeah. Okay, this is again, mm, I don't know. <laughs> like, so you know, you, you know, decided because but there was one person that I'll leave out as nameless who, when I told them I was going to have a kid, both times responded with, Should I congratulate you? Or, or is it Joe no? Bellino? It was not, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, but sorry. that is a safe guess. A mutual friend of ours. That, uh, that sounds like that's a thing. That's funny. Um, so you guys were were trying. Did, did you want to have kids like growing up always? Yes, I did. Um, I have three siblings. So yeah. um, you know when your kids, you, know, you have rivalries. You have whatever. But I think certainly as adults, we all get along really well. And it's, yeah, I don't know. And it's it's great, and I love it. And and I have a twin brother, obviously. So I was very close to um, him growing up, and it yeah. seemed. Uh, you know, I don't know. I just always wanted to have that too. I always kind of want to have two kids though, not the four that my parents had. I know. Well, well, you got your two, so <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. That's the thing is like, I, same thing, like growing up with siblings, I was just like, no, I want to have kids. I don't want to, I don't know. There's something about it, but a lot of people are terrified to have oh, kids. Oh yeah. I mean, it's terrifying. And it is. I'm still terrified now. Yeah. We, we planned it. We I'm tried still terrified. and it's still <laughs> horrifying that I'm having like an actual child. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I, cause there's a lot of people who are like, I want to have kids, but I don't know if I'm ready, but the, the real secret is you're never ready. Yeah. I that's mean, what everyone told. That's what everyone was telling me and Laura in. too. We're like, oh, we want to be a little bit more set up. We want to feel a little more secure. They're like, you're not gonna. They're like, no. just, <laughs> they're like, having children doesn't make any sense. No. We, and this is the interesting thing is like, it's one of our last true like animalistic, like natural urges, I think, is to procreate and to have <laughs> children. Because I remember I would talk a lot of people, even when we were trying, I was very open with people because like I was ready. I mm-hmm. was like. I was ripe and I was good to go. <laughs> like I was like, <laughs> so it was Laura. We're like, we are ready for kids. It's been a long, cause we had, you know, we're together for, I mean, we've been together for seven years now. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. okay, we're ready. Yeah. I think it's good. <laughs> we've been we've got together all the for seven, stuff. <laughs> married for five years. We're good to go. We could do the whole thing. And we both really wanted children, but it's funny cause it's such like an animalistic urge. Cause we're like, I remember I would talk to photographers on set and, you know, we talk about having kids and Mm -hmm. all of them had kids and not all of them, but you know, a lot of them have kids. And we talk about the fact that they're like the craziest thing in this modern day about having a child is logically 
it makes no sense to have children. <laughs> like if you want to be entirely objective about it, I'm like, man, if I don't have kids, I could travel whenever I want. Oh yeah. I have way more money. <laughs> I have nothing like restricting me in any way. It's like logically it's like, yeah, it's like there's a, there's a lot of things that people will say, Oh man, if I do this, it's going to change my life forever. But having yeah. a kid really does change your life. Forever. No, totally. Like you're, Everyone yeah. else is like, Oh, if I leave Starbucks and start working at Dunkin', my life's going to change. I'm like, yeah, but if you have no. a kid, that's real change. It's like, you know, when you, uh, before it's like you're at work or you're out with friends and somebody's like, Hey, let's go to happy hour. And you go, Oh cool. I'll go get a drink. But now it's like, wait, let me make sure someone's taking care of my child. Exactly. <laughs> like I can and do no. this and I have free time. No, exactly. <laughs> you never do that. Mm -hmm. But it's funny yeah, because it is, it's like logically we shouldn't, but still with every fiber of my being, <laughs> I want a child oh, yeah. so badly. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. It, it's, it's a weird it's like, and it's also the idea of like having your own kid and being like, this is half me. Like you oh, can no. look like even I can look at your, both of your daughters and be like, yeah, that's Andrew's stamp on both of those kids. <laughs> well, it's, it's like some of the most like heartwarming moments though is when I look and I'll see, um, uh, it's more so on the older one who's developed more, lost the baby fat stuff, but you see the expressions on her face and it's like, that's Nancy or that's me. And then, yeah. and it's just crazy. You're like, wow. Especially <laughs> since they pick up on everything you guys do. Like mm -hmm. they're saying most of like raising a child is just the kid watching you and you have no idea what's oh, happening. Yeah. It's like, I remember from, there's a picture of me when I was like three or four next to my dad who was mowing the lawn and I wanted so badly like and they got me like a Fisher Price bubble lawn mower <laughs> that when you push it bubbles would come out <laughs> like and I would like walk next to my dad and like mowing the lawn it's like they want to do what you do and it's, it's such like a funny thing so you guys back to let's go back just because I was mm -hmm. at the where I'm at stage <laughs> where you got uh you know, Nancy's pregnant. You're yep. getting ready to have this kid. What, what time? When did you wait to like tell people about it? Um, we waited till the second trimester started. Um, yeah, for the most part, because you know a lot, a lot can happen. And no, it's, totally. Uh, you know. And they like scare you out of it. Oh yeah, they totally do. They're like, I remember even us talking to our um, OBGYN. We're like, should we tell people? She's like, no, but yeah. hold off <laughs> a minute, because like when you first get pregnant, they're like, okay, we need to wait to make sure that there's a heartbeat. <laughs> so don't yeah. tell anyone until you find out the heart's beating. And then after you find out the heart's beating, you're like, there's still a lot of shit that yeah, can go like, wrong. And now wait another month. And no, <laughs> that's the thing. It's incredibly stressful. You I mean, know, you're scary. pregnant for three months before you're like allowed to tell anybody. Yeah. It is super. It's like your family or everything. Like, yeah. did you tell anyone early? No, no one. It was no just, one. I don't know how you guys mm -hmm. did that. It was hard. I right away. <laughs> so when we had a positive pregnancy test, mm -hmm. uh, we both were like, we need one person to confide in. <laughs> like during this weird time, we both need like one person we can talk to that, you know, oh, we yeah. don't go crazy. So I called my, my best friend, Jason, mm -hmm. and she called her two best friends, like, uh, Julie and Megan. And it actually turns out Megan's also pregnant at the oh, same man. time. So it actually, <laughs> she's like a month farther along than us. So it actually worked out great. They're like going through it together, but it's like, okay. But besides them, we're like, let's not tell anybody oh, yeah. because they're scary. You a lot can happen. Well, it, was, then, it was horrifying. And, and I think it did, we didn't want to have to. Like in my family, this is going to be the first grandkid for my parents. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be my parents' first grandkid. It's going to be my parents' first grandkid. 
Laura's mom's uh, third, third. I had to think. <laughs> I was gonna say second because there because it's only her and her brother, but her brother has two kids, so it'll be <laughs> third. And it was funny because our our um, the first trimester was ending like right before Christmas, but we didn't get a doctor's appointment till the twenty sixth. So oh. the day after Christmas, we told our families. And I was like, oh, that would have been a great present. <laughs> and you and you didn't tell your family until three months either. Yeah. Dude, so we told my parents, I think, at eight weeks, mm-hmm. just because we were both like, it's so long to wait. We waited until, you know, there was a heartbeat and there was mm-hmm. all that stuff. But even then, they tell you, because in the first trimester, everything's developing, essentially. Yep. But also, they can't test to see if there's anything wrong with it. Like, ugh, the amount of tests you have to go through to basically to find out if, like, your child's going to live is, like, a terrifying... Oh, yeah. I think that's the thing. We were, like, so worried, too, that, yeah. like, for us, it's, like, if people start finding out, then, you know, it's it's real, and then you don't want to have to, you know, God forbid. So, no, so. exactly. And that's the thing. It's, like, yeah, you don't want to tell people in case something does happen. Like, mm-hmm. for example, we were told this big thing about... Uh, trisomy 18 was a thing that we were really afraid of mm-hmm. when the doctors told us, and that's, like, where if, if the baby has trisomy 18, it's essentially guaranteed not to make it past one year of life and like the one year will be insanely painful and like so you have to make some real hard choices which is just a thing that that no one and it's like you know it might make it harder to make those hard choices if you've told 15 people you were pregnant Mm -hmm. versus keeping it (laughs) under wraps it's a lot that's another thing is is early is having but, a child you know, it's good to have a support network and no that way. totally so it's like you know if somebody that's why yeah. we kept it small mm-hmm. we're like all right let's tell our parents let's tell our best friends and we'll leave it at that until yeah. like because i don't remember when i told you i don't know if i was at 12 weeks when i told you <laughs> no i was, was a couple weeks ago yeah. i think i think we were like right at 12 yeah. weeks i think yeah you were on my <laughs> you were on my short list <laughs> so i had like we told the couple people and then there was like a short list of like 10 people that like after week 12 we're like all right let's tell all these people (laughs) um but it's 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 freaky there's so many things going on in early pregnancy that you don't realize laura just went for a sonogram Mm -hmm. and they were like and i was out of town working it was the first like doctor's appointment i missed um, which Wait also, how kid, many you, of those? You miss a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> For the first kid, you're at all of them. The second kid, you're like, second you're one, fine. I'm like, I'll go to the scans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, she like, had the same opinion. She's like, you know, you're just wasting your time here. What are they're just going to? The doctor told me that. Oh no. So I'm at um, our, I think our. 10 week appointment it's like when we switched over from because we didn't realize that laura's gynecologist did not deliver babies oh. <laughs> like because they don't always see there's OBGYNs and there's just gyns that mm-hmm. just do gynecology and basically so we like found out after like the first eight weeks she's like all right i'm gonna transfer you to to an ob we're like wait what you don't do it <laughs> and it's like she goes oh no, no my job is just to get you to <laughs> this point and now you go to someone who actually de- delivers babies because i don't and we're like oh yeah no it's, when we had our, our second child like in the middle of delivery uh nancy was in labor and our doctor was like off somewhere you know helping another person and they brought in like the on-call doctor just for a few minutes and the on-call doctor was was somebody i went to high school with and it was so random and I was like, like, this, oh. is, this is so strange you're like, like hey, hey very nice guy very great but i was like oh this is so weird what are you doing here <laughs> like why i haven't seen you in a decade why is this where oh and then you have the worst thing about seeing somebody that you haven't seen in a long time we're like now i have to pretend like we should get coffee sometime i hate i hate the fake well, luckily in the middle of labor you can get out get away from it exactly like shut up we're having a baby yeah our i remember like after the first appointment with our OB, who's phenomenal, um, she basically turned to me and her and she's like, and you 
totally don't have to be here if you don't want. She goes, some partners, she goes, it's all, you're here for the comfort of her. She goes, some people, um, you know, want the father here for every appointment. She goes, I don't get it myself. (laughs) There's nothing for him to do. I remember when they said that to me the first time and I was like, what kind of dad wouldn't do this? I know. (laughs) I think, but again, that's first baby thing. Because I thought the same thing. I'm like, no, I want to be here for all the appointments. And then... As you said, by the second one, you're like, I'll be the, I'll be the important <laughs> ones. That's it. I got stuff to do. You also had a baby to take yes, care no, of. That's, that's, that's probably there's a lot the, else going on there too. That's the big, big <laughs> difference. Um, did, when did you find out like the gender? When did you find out it was going to be or sex? Um, I guess I the, sex is the appropriate term. Four months or so we found out. Oh, yeah. so you found out a while yeah. into it. If you don't mind me asking, mm-hmm. or if she doesn't mind me asking, rather, how old was Nancy when um, she first got <laughs> pregnant? Uh, with the first kid? With the first child. Yeah, with the first kid. She was still in her early 30s. So. Oh, okay. So that's she why. had not reached geriatric age yet. So that's what Laura is at. <laughs> that's why I'm saying. Because because Laura is, is they refer, so being 35. Um, it's sorry. geriatric. Well, she lies about her age, so now everyone knows she's 35. But, being, <laughs> but her being 35. <laughs> See, they, I was diplomatic with my wife. I know, you were. You're like, oh, early 30s. I'm just like, her birthday is January 20th, 1984. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But um, but no, they're considered. she's considered a geriatric pregnancy. Yep. We had that the second time around. That is so weird. <laughs> and like, Even yeah. the doctor's like, this is crazy, especially in like New York, too. Yes. Like, and our doctor was great. She was like explaining to us. She's like, listen, these, these are studies they did in like... 18th century France that we just have not updated ever. And it's like, oh, okay. She's like, you're fine. She goes, I deliver babies from women in their 40s every day. You're you're just like, do not worry about it. But it's funny, but they do have, so because of that, we found out the sex so early because they do so many more tests if you're geriatric. That's what happened with Abby. We found out very early because she was geriatric. Yeah. And then I also found out because it wasn't even like, because because everyone's like, oh, did you do the amnio? Because it used to be like they'd have to like go in and like oh, yeah. take DNA from the baby yeah, or yeah. like from the 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 uterine wall or whatever. I don't know. I should know yeah, more. Now it's just like a blood test. Now it's a blood test from Laura. They yeah. just took blood from her. <laughs> they just have to wait so there's enough of like the baby's DNA in mm. Laura's blood that <laughs> they can like pick it yeah, out. We did, and with, tell. The, with the second kid, we didn't even know that. And like we were just like reading the results together. Like she got an email of results. And so we're eagerly reading and we're scrolling down. And then just in one random line, it was like gender F. And we're like, wait, hold on. Was that, <laughs> was that it? Wait, that's what you were going <laughs> to. We didn't even know we were finding out you the gender. Give it well, I hopefully. You didn't want to know because, like, I, that was another thing with me and Laura. We're like, we do not want like a gender reveal party no, or anything like that. that. We were not into that. No. We're like, we also didn't have a preference. We just same, wanted a, you know, same. Happy, healthy baby. And everyone always says that. They're like, what was your preference? We're like, healthy. And they're like, yeah, but what's really a preference? I'm like, honestly, healthy. Yeah, like, like I baby. just want, I want the baby to live and be healthy. Yeah. And it's like, be we fine. wanted, we wanted two kids. And so now it's like, everybody's always like, where are you going to try for the boy? And I'm like, no, we wanted two kids. <laughs> we two well, kids. that's a, that's another like big thing. That's a very old school way of thought because there's, there's a lot of people feel like, oh, well, your family name's gonna die off. And you're like, yeah, but not really. That's like, that was really important in like the 1700s of like mm. going, knowing, but now we all have ancestry.com. She knows she's my <laughs> kid. My genetics are still out there with her. Yeah, it's, not exactly. like, it's not like it goes away. I'm like, it's also like a prideful thing. I'm like, I'm not, I mean, I love, I like my last name, I guess, but like, I'm not gonna. <laughs> 
die if I'm the last <laughs> person to have it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So nobody, nobody can say my last name when they first meet me anyway. So I'm like, Why, oh, what do they fine. say? Because it's Linog. They pronounce the G. Linog. Linags and Linogs. <laughs> and, yeah. For me, it's always Myco oh, instead yeah. of Miko. So <laughs> I'm like, sorry, little girl. You're going to have a lot of people. My, your, na- your last name is going to be only four letters and people are not going to be able to say it. It's going to be so annoying. Um, wouldn't you get, so where did you guys end up? Deli- you delivered in the city? Yeah, at uh, NYU Langone for both kids. Oh, okay. It's 31st and 1st or something, 32nd. Oh, it's, uh, it's 30th. Uh, is that Bellevue or it's like near? It's next to Bellevue. Next to yeah. Bellevue. Mm-hmm. That's the whole deal. I used yeah. to, I'm like, that's the emergency room I'd go to if I like hurt myself when I was younger. <laughs> I remember like almost cutting off a finger at work one time oh, nice. and I had, I went to, I think it was Bellevue. I don't know. Or NYU. <laughs> like on, no, Bellevue is the, the, I don't know. They always mention it in like law and order. So oh, I don't no. really know. Where to, I don't know the difference between the two. All I know is I went to that area to get my finger fixed. <laughs> it's the same area. Yeah. Okay. So baby's born. Little Caitlin born. is in the world. Yep. Um, uh, labor was tough. Or yeah. was it labor? Where was it a C-section? Or no, it was like both labor. times. Yep. Okay. Natural delivery. I, I was a C-section. I'm already like warning Laura. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> you're way smaller well, I imagine than you're me. a giant baby. <laughs> I know. Well, no, my thing is I was sitting the wrong way I, like, as a baby, apparently. Like, you know, you're supposed to be like sitting like head facing down oh, so man. the head comes out first. Um, but I was like sitting like right side up and like they could, they tried to like turn me and I was just like, nah, what, I was like, interesting sh- too shrugging them that- off. I was like, nah, I'm sitting this way. <laughs> well, what's interesting too is there's also so in this day and age, like there's so much medical science, but there's still stuff that they just have no idea about, like the baby's yeah. weight and both babies, they told us going in, which is horrifying to Nancy, especially obviously was, you know, this baby could be 10 pounds. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> what do you mean it could be 10 pounds? Like, you could just, like, be, you could just bust could be out of it. Take two pounds? We have no idea. We're like, that's a big difference. <laughs> Time out. They can, they can tell all of this stuff yeah. about the baby, but the size, they're just like, oh, yeah. it's big. I don't they know just, what they to estimate the weight by like just measuring the they size. They do it by length. Yeah, it. everything's yeah. by length. Mm-hmm. Not only that, they do, at least at this point, because we're like early on, the age of the baby is, just, is literally determined by how long the baby is. Yeah. They just go, good, good. Ah, it's 14 weeks. We, so have, like, we have one of those apps both times we'd follow that, like, you, you can look at it every day and it'll show you, like, the piece of fruit that your baby's decides. Oh, I wonder what the <laughs> new like piece that. of fruit is. Yeah, every week the fruit changes. We have that, yeah. too. We were a lemon. Now I think we're we're up because now, like, the baby's eight centimeters or something like that. So that's bigger than a lemon, yeah, right? I think so. Also, we're, so we're, you and I are also dumb Americans that are both going, what's a centimeter? Yeah, I don't every, remember. Every now and then it would pop up like some legume. I'd be like, what the heck is that? I've never I know, seen that I know. So we're, we're in the fruit stage. We got uh, past the bean and all that stage and the pea stage. And now we're in. But not to the summer squash or whatever no, comes later. No, we ain't there. The gourds. We're in, no, we're in citrus right now. <laughs> We left the berries. That was oh, a big thing. A big so we we got out of the seeds and the peas. We were in the berries for a while. Now we're in the citrus fruit. We went lime, lemon. I'm hoping an orange is next. We'll see. This is the weirdest way to think of how big, like the size of your child. Like I'm like, oh, it's a little lemon. Oh, maybe oh, a tangerine. Got a tangerine baby. But then it'll get up to like healthy watermelon. Yep. You're just like, oh my god. Um, did you notice like a big 
change in like how <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna have it. these are all questions I should be asking Nancy never mind let's move on because this is not like, I was just like I don't know because they they also tell you like the difference between like how much weight you could possibly gain oh yeah they're like oh you should health like they're like healthily you should gain like 35 pounds while being yeah. pregnant but they're like but you could gain 70 we don't yeah no we're like, all okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're like it could and then, then there's like this this strange like the ladies who like do not gain weight at all yeah. like the ones who like they're like oh i'm pregnant right now and you're like what how far along like a week they're like nah seven months you're like wait what <laughs> how the human body is a crazy thing it is a it's crazy thing though. and i think what's craziest about pregnancy is that the body just does it. Like yeah. it's just happening. Like obviously, you know, you're going to doctor's appointments. She's mm-hmm. taking care of her own health. She's making. But like in the past, if we were in the medieval times, she wouldn't be doing any of that stuff. Oh, yeah. They would just make a baby, and <laughs> yeah. then it would just come out, and then she could just feed it. It's just. <laughs> it's really insane. During this process, the amount of uh, respect for your wife will grow like ten oh. times. It's just amazing. Oh, it's already. Was Nancy really um, morning sick? With the kids? Um, she was nauseous a lot for the first trimester, but didn't have... First trimester, Laura couldn't time. move. Oh, she no. was like, I felt so bad. She was like, <laughs> she's like, I feel like I'm on a boat in the middle of a storm. <laughs> Pu- like, just all time. She's like, I'm seasick 100% of the day. And luckily, now that she's in the second trimester, it, like, just got past that point yeah. where she's starting to feel That's like... That's a sweet spot for, like, a few months. I know. She's <laughs> starting to feel, like, okay and feeling better. But then, you know, then after a couple months, like, she's going to have another terrible problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone says they're like, this is the enjoy, apparently the second trimester is like the enjoyable part of pregnancy, <laughs> yeah. where you're just kind of like, you're growing and everything's fine. And then they, yeah, third, they're just like, you can't walk, you're uncomfortable, like, please. In those last couple of weeks, it's just like, you have, you literally have no idea what day it'll be too, and it's just crazy. See, it's the thing, we have a due date, but like, when you're giving birth naturally, it's like... Yeah, we, maybe. Yeah. This is where we think the due date what, is. What's a what's a, a really nice story about uh, Caitlin though too is that we had a due date that was she came five days early. Uh huh. Um, but that ended up making her be born on my birthday. So we yeah, actually the same I birthday. remember that, which is super <laughs> sweet. It works out, which is May fourth, right? No. Well, no. that was that's the second kid. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Yes. I'm just making sure. I was like. <laughs> well, that's good for me. When, when was Caitlin's birthday? She was due in Slash July. Slash your birthday. She was born, then she was born at the end of June on the 28th. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a June baby is good. <laughs> Has, do you, did people ask you about like your child's Zodiac a lot? By the way, I know that my second kid was did come early. The due date was May 4th, but I do know when her birthday is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember it was supposed to come May 4th or yes, something that was like the that. Date. That's why I knew yeah. that. So then I had another friend who had a child May 4th, and yeah. I was just like, wow, everyone's just aiming for Star Wars. Day. Uh, that was what I was shooting for. I was so excited. I know. <laughs> but no, it's like with a due date, you have no idea. They're no. like, around this time, give or take two weeks. <laughs> You're like, oh, so there's a month swing time? They're like, yeah, yeah. it might come yeah, sometime <laughs> in there. Whereas I, since I was a C-section, my parents just got to pick my birthday. Oh. They're just like, yeah, we'll just do this. <laughs> I don't know why. I think they chose my, I was two days after their anniversary. And they're oh, like, that yeah. sounds good. <laughs> they're like, let's hold off so we don't have to share a day with him. But like... <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> oh man. So what was it weird? What was the night like the first time? So how long um, was, were you guys in the hospital after having Caitlin? Um, so you get to stay for two nights in the hospital 
and uh, <laughs> yeah, this, is like, this is my statement on the medical care. <laughs> but no, it's, they give you two nights. But what was interesting is since Caitlin was born at like 11 p.m., uh-huh. that counted it as a night because it was before midnight. So, yeah. no! so she was born on a Fuck Sunday night that. at 11 p.m. and we were gone by Tuesday before noon. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> that's messed up. That's yep. messed up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, I know. Our beautiful healthcare system. <laughs> but I'll tell you the most... Um, the most real mo- moment of uh, parenthood is the second you leave the hospital because while you're in the hospital, like the nurse is still coming by and changing the yeah. diapers and helping with everything, checking everything. And then as soon as you walk out the door, you're like, wait, none of them come with us. I know. Like, I'm <laughs> like, doing wait, all of this wait, now. We and so, Nancy would stand there like, wait, we have to do this now? <laughs> well, not only that, it's like you guys go from being essentially children, even though you were in your 30s, it's still yeah. like you know, you lived by yourself and did whatever you want and yep. like your children. And now all of a sudden they're just like, here, here's, <laughs> you're going to take care of this forever. Yeah. This is just a forever thing. No matter if you're tired or don't want to do it. I had a it. friend who told me at one point after he had his first kid, which was like, you know, on the amount of sleep you get, you're not supposed to be operating heavy machinery, but you are supposed to keep a small <laughs> child alive. <laughs> <laughs> Which is totally true. <laughs> like somehow you got to keep a human being going. Yeah. Oh my! Well, so like, what was this? So then you just brought her back to your apartment, yeah. and then like, did you have like an an air like a nursery type thing we set up? Set, well, we, we were had, you in like, your old apartment then? Yeah, we were in the old okay. apartment then. Um, we had we had orders <laughs> like horrible. You just have no idea. No, you we, don't have any. We idea. Amazon Prime our crib, and, it and that's why I'm. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and it got there like the day of, so then, uh, you know, we, uh, so then she, oh, no, no, we had the crib. We didn't have the changing table. That's what was missing. Oh, so then we God. had some makeshift thing for a few days and then we got the changing table together. You uh, got to order that shit earlier, Andrew. But, but I know. Yeah. But like, I remember the night before <laughs> she had the baby, she was like feeling some pains and we didn't know if it was labor or not. And, and I was like, we still haven't washed any of her clothes or any of the stuff we bought. We should probably do that. <laughs> so we, like, That's another thing. You're stuff. supposed to wash the baby's clothes after you buy them. Well, when you buy a new shirt at, at a store, never, do you just never, throw ever. it right on and yeah, walk out? a thousand percent really? I do. Everyone <laughs> I always says I mostly that. do too. I was like, I'm like, no, I don't wash it before. I take off the tag, I put it on my body, I sweat all my juices into it, and then I wash it. That's like, but I guess for babies, they're like, you well, know. I'll tell you, when you bring home that tiny newborn baby, you will suddenly become like the biggest germaphobe in the world. Because you have to. Because oh, yeah. all of a sudden you're like, okay, I have an immune system. I've dealt with germs my whole life. This baby has not, doesn't have any immune system. There's a hand sanitizer sitting at your front door. Everybody's got to use it when they come I know. In. I've been watching 90 Day Fiance because <laughs> I know it's not the best show. But in one of them, like this young couple, um, this guy on like a student trip had gotten um, his girlfriend from Russia pregnant. And like they got a huge argument about washing hands like the day after the baby was born. She's like, he's already washed my hands. She's like, well, fuck, I'm do it again. She's like, then you touched a bunch of stuff. She's like, it's a baby. It has no, it has nothing. It has no ability to protect itself. Yeah, it's like, you know, you have to change a diaper and you're like, oh man, I've got to touch this tiny baby. And so then I clean my hands quickly. And then you change this disgusting diaper. And you're like, well, now I have to wash my hands again because I got poop all over. So that's, the, oh, that's another thing. <laughs> Not to be gross, but uh, like the first couple poop months, a lot. they poop a lot, and they're on an all-liquid diet, yeah. so it can't be a nice I mean, little. No, it's 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 gross. <laughs> it's like a, it's just a thing. It just flies out of them. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's amazing. The conversations that you have are conversations you never thought you would ever have in your life with yeah. your spouse. You just come home and you'll be like, "Did she poop today?" 
Exactly. Well, what color was it? Was it the right color? All right, but was it small or is big? All right, okay, good. Listen, see, that's how many not, times has she peed in the last four hours? I know. And that's <laughs> listen. I'm already worried about that. Laura already checks on our dog's poop all the time to make sure it's the right color and everything's good. And I'm just like, you were. She's so like hypochondriacal about our dog that I'm just like, you are gonna be a nightmare with this child. Everything's gonna be like kids exactly. dying. I mean, I'm like, I mean, I'm a little hypochondric about me, but. With the baby, it's suddenly it's like, wait, why is it green? And then you find out it's totally normal for babies to poop green sometimes. It's, it's just comes super up. weird. It's so. just it's just a weird thing they do. And it's and and it's funny because for me, it's like going in initially, you're like, this stuff is gonna be so gross. But then you're there and you realize, like, I mean, it's still gross, but but it's like this baby needs you, and it's like, what is this baby gonna do without you doing every gross thing to take care of it? And it's I like, know. Yeah. The best advice you gave me when you, when I told you that I was having a kid, he goes, "You're about to be more tired than you've ever been in your entire life," <laughs> and he goes, "But you're not allowed to ever complain about it because your wife is gonna be way more tired than even you are because yeah. she has to wake up and like feed it and like, do stuff, <laughs> and you're just like, and he." And it's like it's like no matter how bad you have it, she has it worse. So, so much worse. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I remember nights with the first kid where I'd be like, maybe she's hungry, and she'd be like, well, you could feed her. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm just yeah, like, like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm not a. Yeah, uh, you can't do anything. Not until the baby's older and you start like. Or do like you can do formula too because so you can, can do, do formula it, yeah. and then and you, you can also so bottle you can so it, you yeah. can have it and that's when you can do it. And do you have yeah. to do the thing when I don't you, like? Do you have to like warm up the milk before you give yeah. it to the baby? Why can't you give a baby cold milk? What's up with that? Uh, I, mean, I think it's like a shock to the system. There, uh, I mean, nothing bad's gonna happen to the baby, but yeah, I think they would be. Not surprised. as happy. Yeah, no. Well, be, I guess because breast milk is warm. Yeah, it when comes out it comes body out. temperature, <laughs> so they're going to be quite alarmed. So you just sort of aiming for that. <laughs> I mean, that makes uh, sense. That totally makes sense. It's funny, sense. though, that there's so much, like, from first to second kid. Like, I used to be very diligent. There's, there's bottle warmers and things you can buy that you can use. and um, But then, like, second kid, test it for, like, two seconds. Like, yeah, it's fine. No, it's good. <laughs> it's fine. The, um, a, uh, like, so... You have that, and you have like the pump, and you have the formula. What, like, what did you buy? What do I need to buy? That's really what I'm asking you. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like, I need a stroller, I need a crib, I need a changing table. Yeah, those are very much required. Did um, how long did Caitlin stay in your room before you moved her to like her own room? She stayed in our room for probably about five months, I think. Um, four or five months. So yeah. long enough. Like long pretty, enough. pretty long. Yeah. Okay. Because that's the same thing we're planning on doing. Because like I also have it like weird set up where like our, we do have two bedrooms, but our second bedroom is in like the front of the house, like next to the front door. Uh, and our yeah. bedroom's way far away from it. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm not just putting my kid out on the street. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we kept, we kept her there until it might have been like five six whatever it was until we were ready to sleep train her and put her in the crib we uh then put her in her own room because it was easier to sleep train a baby when you're not right next to her no yeah because then she'll just stand up and be like what are you doing i'm right here (laughs) (laughs) how long before she started sleeping through the night um it depends on how you define it technically how i define through the night okay (laughs) well technically um and this is the horrifying part You'll read and like, you know, you do all this research and I don't know how our parents raised us before there was like Google and Amazon Prime because these things are crazy. Um, Literally, it's like, I've got no bottles. Oh, it'll be here tomorrow at noon. (laughs) But um, I I believe it says an infant is considered sleeping through the night when it gets to like a five hour stretch 
but that could be at any time. And so then, uh, but eventually, don't worry, they level out once they get to like Five six months. Hours. Like, like Abby's a year old. She sleeps for like 11 hours now. Oh, uh, that's the dream. <laughs> God, if I can have a baby that sleeps 11 hours, that's me getting my eight hours plus like uh, a yeah. glass of wine in an episode <laughs> of TV. But remember, I her 11 hours starts at seven. So she's still up at six. My wife, go- <laughs> Laura goes to bed at like 730. So <laughs> Especially pregnant, she's been so tired. Oh yeah, I remember that. She goes to bed at like eight p.m. every night. Second trimester, she'd come home and be like, "All right, I'm going to bed." I'd be like, "All right, I'm ordering dinner." Yeah, no, that's (laughs) the exact. That's exactly what happened. She would like go right to bed, and then for a while, she was waking up in the middle of the night, and then she was just like, "I just, I'm, I'm up at like three or four every single morning, and I can't fall back asleep, and I don't get why." And then I'm like, "Well, you went to bed at seven thirty or (laughs) eight, so like because you slept a full eight hours already." Your body was just like, all right, you're done. <laughs> Sorry, like, it's 3.30. But growing a human being, it's exhausting. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. So, like, I need a stroller, obviously. Need a stroller, changing table. Um, do diapers. Ubers have, ba- like, do we have to take your own car seat? Ubers, can I get in a cab with a baby? Is that a thing? You can. Um, you have to bring your car seat to the hospital. They don't let you leave the hospital without a car seat. Oh, that's very um, smart. Yeah. And in fact, they don't even let you leave the room until you've like strapped it in to it, her, 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 <laughs> until you strapped her in it, maybe whatever you want. And then, um, you Ubers to have their own car seat. You can get a car seat Uber, but your kid has to be a certain height, usually like 10 months to a year. Okay. So like, like not really, but you can bring your own, like we have a car seat that, that we could just take into any car. So we'll take an Uber and bring the, did car you seat take a cab home or did like an in-law come pick oh, my you up? My father-in-law picked us up yeah. and drove us back, yeah, which was like the most harrowing drive. Like not because he's a great driver. It was just like, just the we're first driving time from, like, having yeah, a baby. We're driving from the hospital with our first newborn baby. And we're just like, Oh I know. Gosh, oh my gosh. You're man. like, because then you start thinking like all the times, like, especially driving in New York where someone just runs out the street and you have to stop short. And you're yeah, like, exactly. I'm going to kill the baby. Yeah, just like, the this first is thing. So, I was like, I'm not going to be comfortable till this baby is safely in our house. How fragile are you? Like, how? They're so fragile. You are just Crazy. so nervous about every oh, little man. thing that happens. Because they're so small. It's just I know. insane. It isn't say, well, that's a difference with humans versus other animals. Humans are one of the few mammals that still the baby continues to gestate outside the womb. Uh. Like, you know, their their brain's not fully developed. The little soft spot on their head hasn't closed because that's the only yeah, main there's reason. There's all this stuff like the soft spot's there for like a year. Yeah. Well, that's why the baby keeps gestating. Whereas, like, other mammals, like cows and giraffes and shit, the baby falls out of the and just stands up yeah. and walking around because <laughs> it's like finished fully developing. But since like the human brain is so big in comparison to other animals, they're like, it can't develop inside the <laughs> womb. It's too big of an organ. So like it develops most of the way. But that's why like you still have like a soft spot because everything's still growing uh. and expanding. And that's why the soft spot like doesn't fill in for a while. <laughs> did you touch this? Like, do you, do you touch it? No, I was too scared. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, I'm it's gonna, absurd like, too. It's like, it's like I think I have superhuman strength or something. Like, I'm like, oh my god, if I touch it, my hand's just gonna sink just, in and do something terrible. Just like, pop your yeah. through. Like, fucking. Uh, what was that? What was the guy who stuck his uh, pie? The uh, plum? No, in Game of Thrones. No, 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 no. Not in Game of Thrones. In the old, like when we were kids, the fairy tale. Um, who's he stuck his thumb in a pie and pulled out a thumb. Oh. Plum? <laughs> what was his name? Jack Horner Jack, lived in yeah, the corner. And he, anyway, don't worry. <laughs> anyway, not, no, no, I was too scared. I'm to trying to remember German fairy tales. <laughs> like when we were like, kids. <laughs> like oh, he has a pie. It was a thumb. <laughs> no, I'll but it's crazy because it babies are like, 
They're also shockingly durable sometimes. That sounds horrible, but like, you know, when they're trying to pull up and then they slip and fall down on their butt and you're like, oh my God, baby. And then the baby looks back and you're like, well, that's the thing is you have to be like, they're saying that most of the time, like children don't know if they're hurt or not. They like look to you and like, they're like, is that bad? And like, if you're freaking out, they'll be like, ah, okay, I'm freaking out. But if you just kind of look at them, you're like, oh, hey buddy. They're like, oh, okay. Even now with like the near four year old, sometimes when she bumps her leg and starts to cry, I'll be like, are you scared or are you hurt? And it's usually scared. Does she fall a lot? No. Well, not oh, anymore. That, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, you st- you must be like, f- like, it must be way easier now the second oh, go around because you so made much. all the mistakes and everything the yeah. first time. You're a lot less paranoid the second time. Yeah. I, that, like, what was, what was the first night like when you were trying to like go to sleep with a newborn for the first time? Did you even go to bed or was Barely. it just sort of like... Well, a- with Caitlin, she was born at like 11 at night. So yeah, it was like horrifying because we, <laughs> we were already up half the night because we just had the baby. And yeah. Then, uh, um, you're in the hospital we were at. You're allowed to stay over as the father too. In some hospitals, you're not. And so I just I had this I like no recliner chair that I've pulled out and just like slept in this chair. Oh my uh, god! And but like every time you hear a sound, because the thing that that you don't realize is babies make so many sounds that are totally normal. Yeah. And like, but they're really scary because you never had a baby and they're just like gurgling and you're like, oh my god, what's wrong? You're like, it's drowning. You're like, it's nurse, drowning. Nurse. And, it's and then they're spit. like, no. But then, but then they're like, oh, it's still got a you know amniotic fluid in its lungs. Blech. It's just gonna like cough it out and do. It. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it literally sounds like something terrible is happening. I know. Well, think. I mean, when they're they born, hiccup a lot, like nonstop, and or you call a doctor, like, why won't she stop hiccuping? And they're like, no, it's fine. She's getting the fluid out. And it's like, why is there fluid in her lungs? Because she was literally <laughs> in like a bowl of people jelly yeah. before she came out. She was just like, she wasn't. She was just floating around in people soup. <laughs> like she was like, you know when? Yeah, this is a bad she, example. So she's so pissed. You she's know, in Dragon Ball Z, when they get injured and they're in that tank for a while, that's what that's what babies are like. Just like Vegeta well, healing so pissed. Up. They come out there like oh what's happening and then they come out to the world and like wait it's bright here it's cold yeah what's they've going never on? seen like, before my eyes fr- hurt I know. <laughs> must be absolutely freaking out <laughs> they don't even open their eyes usually for like a day or two like because they just can't see anything just so, i mean they've never seen light before yeah. that's crazy so when you brought her home mm-hmm. and it was your first time sleeping at home no yep. was that like was there any sleep to no, be had? Not even a little. Not even a little. Not even close. Checking. Yeah, and I remember the first time that she slept for like a four or five hour stretch. Like we both woke up, Nancy and I, and we just like jumped over to just the panic. We're like, "Oh my god, is she okay?" And she's like, just there, like, <sighs> "You're like, while we while we fell asleep, did she die?" Yeah, it's just it's terrifying. Like every second as a new parent is terrifying. Because <laughs> normally you'd have a baby monitor and whatnot, but when the baby's in your room, like yeah, you're just, you're just literally just peeking over mm-hmm. and making sure it's still all the time. Just are you breathing? <laughs> are you alive? Do babies sleep like face down or something? No, like that? no, no, <laughs> no! Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rule one: uh, back is best. <laughs> okay, that's I see. I almost killed my like, my go, unborn dude. child. No, no, I, I was gonna lay her down like right away, just like this looks comfy. <laughs> one thing, I guess they didn't really start saying that nonstop until like thirty years ago, and that that was like. You know, in the 60s and 70s, and I don't know, I'm probably butchering the stats, but like SIDS used to be a lot higher when they didn't have that fact, and people just put their babies oh. down on their stomach, and nobody knew. And Dude, it was the idea like, of SIDS is, uh, the, is the scariest well, thing Well, that's to why me. you're so scared all the time, because yeah. it's like, yeah. But, but I just, uh, the only reason I think it was down is like, remember those when we were kids? 
What was that lady who uh, put babies in fruit all the time? And she would take pictures oh. of, like, I can't remember her name. She was, like, a famous, like, photographer the artist. Maybe it was. Uh-huh. And then they would just put, like, babies in fruit. And she always was, like, the baby was always, like, laying down <laughs> with, like, its arms propped up to look like it's holding its face up. And you're just like, that looks uncomfortable. Well, I remember the first time that, uh, that Caitlin rolled under her stomach while she was sleeping. I literally, she was taking a nap and I was sitting there and I just stopped and I stared at her and I watched the entire nap because I was so scared. You didn't turn her back over. Well, so her head was turned. So it was Yeah, fine. she was doing the right thing. And then, yeah, and then I like was talking to the doctor at the checkup and I was telling him how scared I was and he's like, you know, when a baby can roll over to their stomach, they can roll back. Yeah. <laughs> they, can, they can turn their head. And, and I was you're like, like oh, okay. 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 Yes, no, always lie on their back. That's good. Um, I got to get a high chair, I suppose, yeah. to feed the baby. Yeah. But that's you not. You won't need that for a few months. Though, I was gonna they say they can sit up for like months. When when can they sit up? Uh, probably like six months or so. Oh jeez, that's yeah. a long time. Because they can't even lift their head for a while. Like the neck. That's why you do tummy time because they learn how to lift up their head. Oh, that that's what like tummy time months. is yeah. for. I thought they were doing push-ups. <laughs> like, yeah, because you want your baby to be jacked. So you well, put them down. The, well, there's always saying that they're like, oh, you gotta exercise your baby. The way they exercise, I always just see like a video of a mother just like wiggling their legs back and forth for them, and I was like, I don't. I don't know how much exercise that, that is, is. That is a way to reduce baby gas. You do bicycle legs with the baby. Yeah. Wait, and then just just so they they do little farts out or yeah. <laughs> well, or big ones. And like, <laughs> because sometimes they'll start wailing and crying, and you're like, "What's wrong with this baby?" And then it's like maybe it has gas, and so you start rolling. It's uh, <laughs> I'm doing the motion right now that you yeah, can't yeah. see, and uh, and then then they just like rip one, and they're better. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, a baby's crying hysterically as a newborn, usually they're hungry, tired, or they have gas. It's oh. one of those three things. But if they're tired, like, they don't just go to sleep. No. Oh, that's a stupid <laughs> idea. It looks like, well, it's crazy. It's all these things you take for granted as an, an adult, and it sounds so, like, ridiculous. But, like, you literally have to teach them how to sleep. Yeah. Like, they don't know they how don't to do know. it. Like, and you can't teach them wanna, for months, too. Like, like I want to go to bed. They go to bed. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, and you can't even do that for, like, four or five months anyway because they still they won't understand so they just uh you gotta how soon after did you guys go back to work um nancy had off from work they give her three months off so that was good i went back uh we had my mother-in-law helped out for a few weeks which is good so i took the first week off after each baby was born and then i would take another week off after she had left and so okay. we would spread out, making sure somebody else, there were two adults there at all times yeah. to help out because it's an overwhelming experience. No, totally. I mean, that's why in some countries, like, I don't know, in like Scandinavian countries, they give it like two full years oh, off. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's, that's awesome. I was like, I don't know how, like, I don't get it, but like, I would, I'm envious of it. Yeah, my jobs never gave me time off. So, but I had enough vacation time. I would just take weeks. I'm essentially a freelancer. So I remember yeah, even true. telling Laura, like, I was like, after the baby, I'll take at least a month where I won't take any jobs. And Laura goes, what? No, we need money. You're going to yeah, go take like, those jobs. I was like, you know, babies also cost something. <laughs> no, and, that's what, and that's what she said. She goes, babies are expensive. No, you're going <laughs> to. She's like, I appreciate it. But like, if three days after this baby's here, you get a big job offer, you're going to go do that job. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I could have uh, taken like reduced pay at work and taken a leave. And then I was like, oh, but now I have two babies. So yeah, you got to pay for them. You want. 
You gotta pay for them. You gotta Amazon Prime those bottles and those diapers. And <laughs> Amazon Prime is gonna be the best. It's thing. a game changer. It's gonna you just really get everything the next day. You're like, oh no, we're down to our last three diapers. Quick, order us. How bit? How quickly do babies go through diapers? Babies go through diapers like nothing. And there's nothing worse than changing one, and then all of a sudden you look down, and you're like, oh my no, they've done it again. Or, <laughs> are cloth diapers a thing? I'm like a lot cloth of like diapers the, are a thing, but I we never got into it. That's the thing. Gross. A lot of like super like all natural folks like I really advocate mm-hmm. cloth diapers, oh, yeah. but I'm like, but I don't. I gotta wash them, and I was like, and I don't have yeah. a washing machine. I gotta take them to the laundromat, mm-hmm. and then like they'll strike like roll the, poop the lady in the, la- the lady in the laundromat was just, will just say no she'll be like uh-uh i'm not gonna clean it i that. think there's services too you can get that like show up and pick up your cloth diapers and drop off other ones or do something but yeah i know we went all Ugh. good old pampers yeah no i might I, don't, I have no idea what we're gonna do i'm taking all recommendations to <laughs> listeners i have no idea i will say at least especially with newborns like they literally will go through like 14 a day so uh you 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 know you know, 14 people. a day yeah. holy crap mm-hmm. is literally more, it's everywhere yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that more amniotic fluid is that what's coming out so much <laughs> oh god this is gonna be fun it's gonna be great but like, so like what age does a baby start like doing things like <laughs> like and what, I, what i mean by that is like there has to be a point where like you start actually noticing a personality mm-hmm. developing like at what age do you think you start being get, like this is a person so like one thing that's funny is like they don't they don't like smile even for like a few months and just because they, they're not ticklish yet and all these very, and we had <laughs> none of their nerve like, endings work <laughs> no, we had a pediatrician who uh he's he retired now but like the person we were seeing at first with caitlin he was so sassy because I would ask these like crazy questions and he was like very comforting. I'd be like, you know, she never seems to like laugh. And he goes, well, maybe you're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's, that's, that's cute. But still, seriously, <laughs> Yo, yeah, no, yeah. they don't like, they don't really react to you. Like if a baby smiles in the first month, it just has gas. It's just random. Um, and uh, um, no, uh, it's because it loves me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what, what you're talking like, about, oh, Andrew. No, she it's because the baby's <laughs> deeply in love with me is but, what you're going to say. Really, once they can sit up. Um, you know, they start manipulating more with toys and doing yeah. little things. And, and you'll know, like, you'll know when you walk into a room and you see her look at you and smile, you're like, oh, she's how much of your life becomes like children's pro like, like as far as TV, do you watch adult television anymore or Once is they're it- asleep? But yeah. that's but that's exactly what it is. Like when they're asleep. Oh, yeah. In the meantime, it's all children's all day. Well, what's crazy is like you then you watch it like all day, but then you kind of get like sucked into it too, and you feel ridiculous. Oh, but you're like, gonna love it. Little kids love to you know. And I remember this when I was a kid too. You have no problem watching that same episode of a show like 25 times in a row, and. You know, we're watching this one like Disney cartoon and she wanted to watch the same episode repeatedly. And I'm like, maybe we should watch the next one. I'm kind of curious how this is going to turn out. And she's <laughs> like, no, let's watch that one again. I'm like, no, no, let's watch the next one. Let's <laughs> Come on, kid. Your, da- your dad's a writer. We're going to learn. We're, we're, I'm going to teach you about arc and story and character development. We're going to see what Arthur's doing. But there's like a serious moment where I'm just like, is she going to go to bed tonight? And I'm going to be watching Elena of Avalor by myself on the Disney Channel on demand. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just got to know how it turns out. Exactly. I hope she's doing okay <laughs> it's uh, like now when i'm sitting at work like the only songs that are in my head are like the moana soundtrack and you oh know, daniel God. tiger songs and you'll also learn who daniel tiger is and i did learn who daniel tiger is daniel tiger is the uh the new mr rogers because yes, it is Miss, mr rogers which is crazy oh. <laughs> which is crazy because that's the thing i i you know i used to work in children's theater a oh, lot yeah. but you know that was when i was 22 years old so i don't you know i didn't plan on having children <laughs> anytime soon when i was 22 
So now it's like I'm kind of revisiting these children's stuff. I'm like, this is going to be good for a little one. <laughs> this is going to be great. Now, how much is you trying to mold your interests to become the child's interest just so it makes your <laughs> life easier? Because I, I, I had that actual thought. I'm just like, I'm going to make sure this kid likes all the stuff I like. <laughs> is that a thing that's even I mean, that's feasible? Well, it's like, to me, it's not, it's not just like... I want to make sure she likes all things. It's also just like, I think these things are cool. Maybe she'll think they're cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and like, she loves the Mets. She loves Mr. Matt. She has a stuffed Mr. Matt in her bed. Uh, Ugh, yeah. Poor she, girl. Uh, That's abuse. I you know, can't we, do we, that. We went to <laughs> we went to City Field last year and ran the bases. She was excited. Why I totally are you setting this that poor point. kid up for heartbreak for the rest of their life? <laughs> it builds character. I you know? Know. That's how I grew up. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, well, when you were born, there was at least like That's true. pretty were, quick. There was a World Series good. win. There was a World Series when I was I very was, young. I was going to say, when you were young, they were good. <laughs> then they haven't been good for 40 years. Yeah. Although, no, in, even, years. In, <laughs> even in their defense, they have... They were in had, the World Series in 2015. No, exactly. Friend. No, <laughs> they, they lost. They but lost, they were in it. No, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, they've been making a lot of playoff appearances. <laughs> they've been fine. But, you know... I'm a Yankees fan, so that, <laughs> which I didn't even know. It wasn't until I moved to New York that I realized there was really like a Yankees-Mets rivalry. I thought their Yankees-Mets rivalry was more fun, more just kind of like you yeah. know, big brother, little brother, like <laughs> <laughs> like there's there's a Jets-Giants yeah. rivalry, but not really no. because like they're not in the same division. They play each other once every like three years. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, I think that there's more, and and you know my. Yankee fan friends have said it, and I sort of agree with it. There's more a Mets-Yankees rivalry than there is a Yankees-Mets rivalry. No, exactly. It's more because like Mets fans are like, oh, I hate those Yankees. Because the, the Yankees, Yankees are grow like, up. Well, the Mets are there. Yeah. <laughs> I can say as a Yankees fan, I grew up barely just knowing the Mets existed. And I was just like, I knew they were a team, but I didn't. And then when I moved and when I started like getting into sports like in college, and like I had my, my college roommate was a giant Mets fan, and he would always be furious at me for just like Yankees stuff. And I was just like, I didn't know this was a rivalry. I was supposed to have <laughs> because we have 27 world champions and you have two or something like that. <laughs> but yeah, we said my, my older daughter, when she started at her daycare, like the head of that was a Yankee fan and she would like send me pictures during the day of Caitlin with like a, a Yankee sign like stuck on her. I'm like, hey, <laughs> and then I would send <laughs> her back to school out. with a Met shirt. <laughs> at least we have Mr. Matt. Kids love Mr. Matt. He oh, really sucks. I know. Matt. No, you got a good <laughs> little kid thing. Um, so what age did you start taking her to daycare and stuff? Um, I mean, I guess after the three months where you're both back at work at that point, you yeah, got, someone has to take the kid. We took, um, uh, we spent a little time. We probably did like good four or five months and then, uh, got extra help along the way and then, uh, started them around then. Yeah. Cause we both work. So yeah, no, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, ugh, uh, all these, all these thoughts. I'm just like, <laughs> cause it is, it's like having a child. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm literally just rearranging and changing my entire life yeah, no, and I do. need to like figure <laughs> out. How much? What do you think is the biggest change from childless couple to child couple that happened? Planning. Um, your your life is no longer on a whim. You don't just That's, go like, let's go out to dinner tonight. Exactly. Let's go do this. It's like, it's like we were we were walking home uh, one day doing something, and we were going to pick up the kids, and I, I, we walked past some new restaurant. I'm like, you know. Two years ago, I could have been like, hey, we should just go try this place. I know. <laughs> but now it's like, nope, we got to go get the kids. And gonna, especially like, um, like as they get a little older, you get a bit more flexibility because like I could go out to dinner with uh, Kaylin, but like with the baby, like baby goes to bed around seven and it's not like me training her. Like if she doesn't go to bed at seven, she's super pissed off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we've been places. Because everything's so like, about routine. Yeah, they have to stay in routine. We've been like 
places around 6.15 and she's starting to, you start to kind of see the look in her eyes and you're like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> we got to get home. This baby's going to go ballistic. <laughs> Has um, either Caitlin or Abby done a big public explosion? Oh yeah, I mean, it happens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you do when your kid just starts losing it in public? It, it depends. Because uh, I'll tell you like, because that's the thing. I'm also thinking of what to do nowadays versus, because everyone's like, well, what yes, happened to you? I will tell you, everyone in the world has an opinion. Yeah. And I would think the best advice that I can give that I usually give my friends is that look everyone and I'm sure even me at some point will have an opinion but you just have to disregard everybody's and find your own way because no, yeah uh, they're like, all gonna think you're and especially with kids and you're it's all entirely like, so different because mm-hmm. like with my like for example like when I was young if I was a kid we because we grew up in a different time also <laughs> like if I grew up and I like you know started throwing like a temper tantrum in like a store or at a restaurant or something um I'm like just removed and smacked immediately. <laughs> like that's just the way they do it. But like we're in a different time where it's like, well, for one, now you get in the cops called if you spank your kid in public like yeah. right away. And for two, I don't know if I want to do that. I prefer not to. Yeah, like yeah. we'll see. Because I, I don't to talk through it. Um, you know, it's some, you try not to have to yell, but yeah, you know, sometimes like, you have to yell. No, I mean know. you have to. Uh, that's the thing. Is but I yes, don't there know. is that moment where you're on the street and like it's something completely arbitrary. Like she's like, I'm not going to walk down the street while wearing my jacket, and it's like. 35 degrees and then you're like put your jacket on and then it goes on for like five minutes and oh then you're God. like yelling and then and then part of you you didn't want to but part of you is like somebody's walking down the street like this guy's a terrible father i know they have to be <laughs> they, you're like no this is the way that's like they have to eat they yeah. have to be warm you're like no you don't understand everything i'm telling you is because you're gonna die it if doesn't, you don't it's do funny, that you know it does change it now because now if i'm like at a restaurant or somewhere and like somebody's baby starts screaming and crying and in the past you'd be like oh my gosh this baby but now you're like oof poor guys i know <laughs> poor parents <laughs> poor parents like i don't I know. know how i feel you guys <laughs> i know it's like oh i hope you're i hope you guys are doing well <laughs> order another glass of wine <laughs> i know that's like but you like you and nancy seem to have like a healthy like i don't know how you guys do it but you still like show up to like any big friend event you guys are still there smoke like, and mirrors it is that's it, all of what it seems i was like i don't know how they you guys seem like so perfect i was just like how are they well, think, going and doing this i think a lot things? also a big change you have for your couple is you you don't get to do like 90 percent of things together anymore like really a lot of times it becomes it's just easier to be like look this party's happening why don't you go and have a good time and i'll stay home with the kids that's, and i mean then you can like get babysitters but like you know it's hard to get babysitters it's hard to find people you trust well, that's another thing do, that. do you have you hired babysitters yet we have we've only really used like family or close friends because that's the and, thing i'm like that's weird but i know it's a thing that everybody does oh, yeah. but i'm like it must be weird as a new parent just being like well here's this 15 year old girl that I don't know oh, I'm yeah. gonna pay her to make sure my <laughs> children live through the night because like all my babysitters were like yeah they were all like teenagers or whatnot oh, yeah. like there were I remember there's a really good John Mulaney bit where he talks about when he was 10 years old um there was a he had a uh babysitter named veronica who he was in love with and he thought she was like 25 30 years old and then he found out when he was older that when he was 10 years old veronica was 13 (laughs) it was just like yeah no it's we just had you're just children taking care of children oh man it's great you do what you gotta do though i mean that's every day is just like we used to think about like oh what did i do today that was productive 
But then once you have a kid, it's just like the productive thing that you accomplish each day is getting through that day. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, well, the kid ate, the kid, kid, was, ate, the kid, kid went to slept, sleep, everything still was... everybody's alive and healthy. Oh <laughs> Check. my God. End of day. <laughs> That's good. If you had one piece of advice that mm-hmm. now that you know, not only me that I'm having a kid, but that I'm having a girl, mm-hmm. something that I should be like on the lookout for or like that I wouldn't read in the normal because you know I'm reading those shit like what do you expect to be a daddy I'm reading those books but like what's like a real thing that I should expect that's a good question Um, I think you like what I was saying before I think you will expect an incredible amount of unsolicited advice about every single thing that you do unsolicited advice I'm hoping (laughs) you'll expect a lot of like judgment from people from random places yeah you will expect um, I grew uh, up with a healthy that's the thing I don't know how to do this (laughs) I grew up afraid of my parents but in a healthy way <laughs> yeah i also knew that they loved me and i loved them and we had a good time together but i grew up with like this healthy do not cross them attitude <laughs> and i don't know how to instill that into a child <laughs> but the, but the good things i will say that i did not expect and and i say this to people a lot is like the lows of like that kid being upset or something like those lows are lower than i imagine but the emotional highs are so much higher than you imagine yeah. like the minute that she like looks at you and smiles or the minute you see her do something that you said or the she's happy to see you or runs over to give you a hug like your heart just melts so like way better than my dog is it's, what you're uh, saying. it's way it's way better <laughs> i mean you don't know you never had a dog so how do you no, know i did not that's true <laughs> and so your I, dog's scared of me i've never he's never even run over to me no exactly <laughs> that's you gotta earn your love awesome well this well thank you i'm gonna be giving you a crazy amount of <laughs> advice uh, like i'm gonna solicit all the advice Anytime. going forward from you because i like you and i trust you from strangers on the street leave me alone i'm fine i know the kids screaming you know the kids screaming <laughs> I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> so, uh, awesome. Well, yeah, I'll talk to you in 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 tomorrow. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll talk to you later, buddy. Bye bye. Thank you. Oh, people can follow you. Want, you want people to follow you on social media? Look at your baby. You can do that. Sure, whatever. They can look me up. Uh, is it Comic Monkey? Comic Monkey is my Twitter. Yeah. Is is the O a zero? On Instagram, yes, it's zero. <laughs> comic Monkey, the O in comic is a zero. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh well, I'll say hi to Nancy. Say hi to Nancy for me, and I'll see you and your kids soon. Thanks, Thanks buddy. I have so much to learn, everybody, but luckily Andrew's going to help me out. Um, yeah, please follow us on all the social medias at Zach Miko, Z-A-C-H-M-I-K-O. Follow along, and I'm not just going to be talking about, you know, my normal modeling and podcast and, and writing stuff. I'll be talking about, holy shit, I'm having a baby. It's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, follow us, like, rate, subscribe if you haven't. And until next week, remember to go out in the world and do big things.